Okay, so it's May the 4th, uh, day 712 of lockdown. Um, uh, May the 4th be with you, as they say. Uh, it's a, a Star Wars day. Some people call this Star Wars day. Uh, Disney have started using it to promote stuff. Uh, and also... Uh, trying to st- trying to uh, claim that if you use the hashtag may the fourth be with you that your tweets belong to them so that's fun. Uh, I'm not gonna I don't celebrate Star Wars Day. I don't think anyone does. It's not a real holiday like uh, Ed Balls Day. So I'm not gonna really talk about Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I've got much to say. I've mentioned Star Wars a couple times. Uh, I was a big fan as a kid. I still I've seen all of the films at the cinema. <laughs> uh, but I'm not like a, a fangirl. It's not my thing. Uh, I like some of it. I dislike some of it. There's my hot take on Star Wars. Uh, but I don't want to talk about Star Wars. Um, first of all, I want to say, hope you had a good weekend. Um, I did. Um, didn't do much, obviously. Uh, I, walk, oh yeah, I went to a huge party. Uh, <laughs> I always joke that, or oh, I went to a massive, uh, I went to a, a, a huge gig and then an after party. That's it. That's my my idea of what counts as a joke. I'm technically a professional comedian, and that's my idea of what counts as a joke. That's why I do improv and not stand up. Oh, although, huh, talking about going to big gigs, uh, I had a dream on Friday night, and yeah, I don't want this to. This isn't going to become a. Uh, I almost said podcaster. Can you can you imagine? Can you imagine if after a whole week of insisting that this is not a podcast, but <laughs> just sort of casually dropped into lying to you and calling it a podcast? It's not. It's not. It's an audio log. It's uh, my thoughts from my brain, unfiltered, uncensored, unedited, uh, to help me sort my brain out. Uh, and I guess like that's what dreams are, right? That's you trying to sort your brain out. And there's nothing worse than somebody cornering you at a party and being like, "Oh, I had this amazing dream." And that's not what I'm going to say. This wasn't an amazing dream. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't. Uh, it was weird in a, in ways that dreams usually aren't. Uh, so in this dream, I was at a gig. I, at first I didn't know what gig I was at. It's always a fun thing when dreams do that. They sort of drop you in, in media res. And you're like, I don't actually know where I am. Um, there's a lot of people, there's a stage there. There's like, a, I think it felt like a, it was, I think it was specifically uh, the Academy in uh, Glasgow, which I haven't been to in about 15, 20 years. Um <laughs> When I was last there, I think it was the O2 Academy. I think it's been the uh, no, it was the Carling Academy, and since then it's been the O2 Academy. It, this doesn't matter. It's not interesting. Uh, but we were there, and I had um. Okay, this is important to the story. I had like um, you know, TV trays, like you sit on your lap, the tray you sit on your lap with food on it when you're watching someone on the couch. I had one of I had one of those on my lap. I wasn't eating any food. That's very important. 
There was nothing on the tree. It was just an empty tree for some reason. Suddenly, uh, the the band comes on, and it's the Cure. <laughs> it's the Cure. Uh, was this a? I've seen the Cure live. I saw the Cure live last year. I saw them at the uh, uh, summer sessions in Glasgow, for like a big outdoor, like on Glasgow Green. I think it's Glasgow Green. I think. I mean, I was there. Uh, you think I'd know? Um. It was amazing, one of the best gigs I've been doing in a long, long time. They played for like two hours. Uh, played through, I think they played like the entirety of Disintegration, uh, which is pretty nuts. Uh, if you really want a good time, I recommend that album. I recommend like a 25 a, a year old album. Hey, have you heard of The Cure? They're very good. Uh, and they were very good, and they were supported, like, they were supported by. Um, uh, the Joy Formidable are one of my favourite bands. Uh, that's the Joy Formidable. They are a Welsh ba- rock band. They do uh, like these amazing, big, expansive rock tunes, and then they do like songs in Welsh, which are great. You know, I think they kind of they they re-recorded one of their albums in Welsh. Which I always love when bands do that. The Super, the Super Farianos did that, and they released a Welsh album at the height of their powers. <laughs> Uh, during the Britpop years, like, I'm going to release an album called Mung. Alright. Uh, but Joy Formidable are fantastic. Uh, the front woman, uh, Ritzy, is like, she's tiny and can belt. Which is always one of my favourite sort of combinations, you know? Just a, just a tiny, uh, unassuming woman who can rock out uh, on the guitar and belt like massive chins. Really good. Also supporting them with the Twilight Sad, who I saw. Uh, I love the Twilight Sad's first two albums. Uh, like they're great. And they came out like God, they came out like twenty years ago as well, like two thousand three, I think. Uh, and I saw them a bunch of times back when I lived in Sterling, because they lived near Sterling, so they'd always perform at the Tolbooth. Uh, but I hadn't seen them in years. Uh, they've completely changed their musical style that's like much dancier and much like more sort of uh like less sort of uh less sort of build ups to wall of noise which used to be their whole thing uh <laughs> all the time uh they also did a cover of keep yourself warm by uh frightened rabbit which there wasn't a dry eye in the huge area <laughs> uh if you've not heard the song keep yourself warm uh if I was to recite the lyrics to to this would be, uh, this would become very explicit very quickly. Uh, but I rec- it's a great, it's an amazing song, and uh, you know, Scottish is an amazing songwriter, uh, whom whom we miss. Uh, oh, I didn't mean to go sad there. Uh, and also Mogwai, we're supporting them, and Mogwai supporting uh, the Cure in Glasgow. It's a great idea. Uh, Moan the Guai, as they say. Another band I've seen loads of times. But The Cure I had obviously not seen most of the, loads of times. Because as they put it out from the stage, or as Robert Smith put it out from the stage, none of the rest of them ever spoke. <laughs> but as Robert Smith put it out from the stage, they hadn't played in Scotland for 20 years? Now, The Cure never broke up. Uh, and they're a British band. 
So, like, that must have been a choice. <laughs> I can't... It's like, oh yeah, we just I don't know why we're not playing. So I was like, what do you mean you don't know why? You're, you, I'm sure you get to choose where you perform. You know? Uh, like, I remember the year I, w- I went to the park, which was 2005, they were headlining the Oxygen Festival, which was run by the same people in Ireland, and had, for the most part, the same lineup. Except for the cure weren't there. Like, I was like, that must be a choice. I don't know if maybe Robert Smith hates Scotland. Um, he seems to enjoy himself. Uh, he looks, uh, these days, he looks like uh, your goth Aunt Susan, which is delightful. Like, he's, he like, and, and, and he's owning it. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Your goth Aunt Susan is probably amazing. Uh, but he just, like... Uh, just has still has that stage presence. Still has a still has a great voice. Just amazing songs. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, sorry, the dream. Um, so in my dream, Robert Smith comes on. Uh, the song they start playing is not a Cure song. I don't know what song it is. Uh, I sometimes fall asleep listening to music, and I can't remember if I did that this night. But if I did, it was probably that song. You know when uh, you're in a dream. And it incorporates noises from out uh, outside. I had a, an old flatmate who um, we had very thin walls, and I snore very, very badly. Uh, anyone who has ever heard me sleep, uh, heard me sleep. What a sinister way of putting that. Anyone who's ever been in the, the same place as me as I slept, like shared a room with me, or or a flat with me, knows that I. I uh, I snore horrifically, and she would regularly uh, be assaulted by bees during during <laughs> that became a running thing. Like her, my snoring translated to the buzzing of a, 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 an angry swarm of bees. Uh, so yeah, it's probably a, a song with that, but, but that's not not really important. What's important is I was sitting like second row. Uh, yes, yeah, setting, which is weird because the academy is not a seated venue, and it was definitely the academy. Now I think about it, like it has the the side things. I seen a bunch of bands there. Um, I saw Ben Folds there. I saw uh, the Killers there. Killers, well, the Killers, the Future Heads, Block Party, and Casualties. It sounds like I'm just. It sounds like I'm like name dropping bands. I'm just. This is just how my brain works. Uh, <laughs> like I just go, oh, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. But yeah, so I'm sitting in this uh, second row, and I've got this tray on my lap, and the the cure start playing a song, and then Robert Smith stops them. He's like, "No, actually, can we stop? Hi," and he's like, "Hey, this person here is is doing coke off of a tray. Stop doing coke off of a tray." Like, Robert Smith starts accusing me of doing cocaine off of a tray in my lap. It's like shaming me in front of all these people. Uh, to be fair, if I was openly doing an illegal drug, he'd be well within his rights to shame me. <laughs> but he just, like, he stopped the gig. It's like, you need to leave. And I'm, I'm trying to explain that, oh no, I'm not. I'm not doing cocaine. <laughs> uh, like, I don't have any cocaine. I, like, I'm just, I just have, but I can't explain why I have this TV tray on my lap because I've got no idea like like real me 
now doesn't have any idea and dream me then definitely didn't have any idea so I get up to leave and people are booing me because I've stopped like, I've disrupted the gig uh, I get up to leave and then uh, they start playing again so I sit down about five or six rows back uh, and then <laughs> it sounds like a different song which I find is, which I just think is a delightful detail uh, like, it's like no you don't get that song anymore <laughs> you get a different song uh, and then Rotsov stops again because he's like oh she's left uh, she's she's left she's left her tray and he picks it up and he, he like breaks the tray on stage and it gets a huge tear and the people who are sitting near where I am now start trying to grasp me in <laughs> they're like oh, yeah, she's over here she's over here and <laughs> I'm just thinking <laughs> my brain immediately goes no my tray <laughs> like I why I don't know why I brought the tray. Uh, I didn't wasn't planning on eating anything. I didn't have. I didn't even have my bag with me. I always have a bag with me, but I didn't this time because the only thing I had with me was this goddamn TV tray, and Robert Smith broke it, and I start crying. And then he's like, "Oh, who's that crying?" He starts going, "Who's that crying?" <laughs> and he's like, "Right, the gig's over," and he walks. He gets up and he leaves. So then everyone just starts failing out, and I'm like, "What? Like, nobody, nobody puts up a fuss. Uh, like, there's no venue manager who's like, no, you you have to perform. You can't just leave." Uh, so I go to the bar, and Robert Smith's sitting at the bar, and I'm like, "Look, I'm really sorry, Robert Smith." <laughs> and I say, I say his full name. I'm like, "I'm really sorry, Robert Smith," and he's like. Oh no, it's okay. I just did, I I just wanted an excuse to not do the gig, because I hate playing in Scotland. <laughs> it's like, and then he offered, then he, he buys me a drink, and I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm a I'm a recovering alcoholic. I don't drink. And he gets so offended, and I can't tell if he's genuinely offended, or if he just wants to get out of like. It's so weird. The rest of the cure show up, except. I don't really know what the rest of the cure look like. <laughs> so it's just a random assortment of people. And they get into this huge fight with Robert Smith. And I'm just sitting there with uh, a cocktail that Robert Smith has ordered for me that I'm not going to drink. And people keep walking past me and tutting very loudly. And that's that's basically where I was like, uh, you know, dreams tend to end with a whimper rather than a bang. God. I know how annoying it is when someone describes the dream because people are like, yeah, of course it doesn't make sense. It's a dream. I'm like, I'm a, I know. I know that. Uh, I just, it's just been stuck in my head. Uh, and I just keep having this image of Robert Smith going, who's crying? Who's crying at my gig? And I'm like, lots of people. I cried when I saw the cure. <laughs> but again, I cry at everything. I think a lot of people... Uh, over the course of this lockdown, have been having like much more vivid dreams. But I've always had vivid dreams. I don't like. I'm not bragging. I've always had vivid dreams. Uh, I think it's partly because of my anxiety. Anxiety does weird things to your brain. Uh, uh, genuinely weird things. 
Uh, my brain is a confusing mess <laughs> of a place. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll talk about that briefly. I don't again. I don't want us to become a mental health, a mental health not a podcast. Uh, but I, something I talk, I, I try to talk about my mental health uh, issues openly to like sort of destigmatize things. Um, my anxiety how it manifests as uh, I like I always like to think of it. I always like to describe it like this. Like uh, imagine you've got a, a wall of speakers, right? Like if you like if you're a gig, a big wall of speakers. Like it's a huge wall. Of lots of individual speakers. And you're listening to one of these speakers. And that's your main train of thought. That is the thing that you're like, this is my focus, this is what I'm I need to do right now, this is what I'm this is what I need to process, this is what I need to look at. Now it's in a grid, right, of other speakers. So there's eight speakers around it. And each of them are also playing something. And sometimes one of them will be louder and I'll be like, oh, hang on, maybe I should listen to that one. So I'll switch to that. There is now some of the same speakers are still attached to it. But there's a bunch of, there's like at least three new ones. Like, there's always three new ones. Don't get caught up in the maths of this. It's a metaphor. Uh... But I'm always like, and then uh, then I'll go to the next one, and then another one, and another one, and then I'm so far away from my original thought, and it's impossible to get back, right? Because new thoughts keep coming up. I think if you've noticed anything from the structure of these audio logs, uh, it's that I'm easily distracted by new thoughts. Uh, I started this by talking about Star Wars, remember, uh, or or specifically not talking about it. And my, like, so, when people think, people have described to me their thoughts uh, as being, like, one voice. You know, like an inner monologue. Whereas mine is, like, hundreds of blaring speakers all the time. And I can, it's, it's an effort to focus on one of them. Like, to really genuinely focus. Which is why it's so hard for me to, uh, like, finish stuff, uh, really. <laughs> my attention span gets really bogged down I get so because I get scared that I'm missing something vital on one of the other channels right so I'm constantly tuning away to be like oh maybe I've missed something especially if I'm like in a conversation with someone and I'm thinking I'm like oh that reminds me of this thing and then I look back and I'm like oh I've missed them saying something but I still heard them say it but does it how does it I've missed my reaction to it it's a weird thing to do and this is constant. It's always, always like that. It's always so noisy. It's one of the reasons why. One of the reasons why uh, I said earlier I fall asleep to music. It's because if I've got music playing, I focus. I can focus on that. An external sort of speaker. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can just focus on that. Same reason I love watching TV and films uh, and media and any media is. I can just go. I can focus on that. And it's an external thing. Uh, it's not from within my own brain. See, I always get confused when people say uh, the the expression "Oh, my mind was racing" uh, makes me laugh because that implies that for a lot of people, uh, I almost said normal people, 
that's a, that's that's language I, I've been that language that years of therapy has tried to steer me away from, <laughs> but it still sometimes slips out. I think the majority of people remind that isn't always racing, but mine is, uh, and that's why I think I have like vivid dreams, and why I'm recording things like this uh, is to try and sort of filter through the noise, you know, to something vaguely resembling coherence um, and that's my what I'm doing my whole life right, it's just trying to filter through the noise and focus on the stuff that matters uh, and I don't always do a great job of it I try and I definitely do better than I used to uh, I was on medication for a long time uh, I recently came off of it which was hard uh, because it, what it had done was like dampen down the speak like dampened down the speakers a bit but now the speakers are back like it's loud enough again but I'm better at focusing at least when it counts you know I can still let my mind wander and it's great and that's what these are this is just an excuse for me to let my mind wander and talk about whatever comes up but yeah I mean but there's a reason I don't do mind altering drugs Robert Smith I wasn't doing coke uh, I've never done coke and never will. I've done, I smoked weed twice and both times I was really drunk so I barely remember it uh, and I don't drink anymore so <laughs> uh, I've got nothing against people who do, uh, who responsibly partake in drugs but I need to reiterate this in case Robert Smith is listening <laughs> which would be <laughs> this is so stupid uh, sorry, that's, I'm now just imagining Robert Smith just like going through iTunes and it's coming up, uh, which is weird because it's not a podcast. So why would it be on iTunes? It's it's, uh, it's probably going to be on iTunes at some point. Yeah, uh, that's a thing that I'm doing. Why not? Uh, just share this nonsense with as many people as possible. Who knows? Maybe it'll actually help. Uh, <laughs> uh, and if it if it if you are listening, Robert Smith, uh, I'm I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to disrupt you. Uh, so yeah, uh, stay. This the message to everyone is to stay safe, uh, stay well, stay home. Uh, and if you do bring a TV tray to a gig, just like just put it away before the headliner starts. You know, nobody's there to see your tray. My name is uh, Marajai. Goodbye.